Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. We are starting our series here prior to the Radiothon to End Child Abuse of meeting with the area counties with whom we partner uh, for this endeavor. And today we are visiting with our friends from Morrison County. With me today, Melanie Erickson. She is the supervisor with Morrison County Health and Human Services. And also Hope Yoder is here. She's a probation officer with Morrison County and she's kind of in charge of all the auction items for this year's event. So ladies, first of all, welcome to Community Focus. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Okay, we've got a lot of ground to cover. What we like to do during this uh, series uh, running up to the Radiothon to End Child Abuse, which this year is the 1st and 2nd of December, like to talk to the counties to, to talk about how beneficial the dollars that are raised during Radiothon, how they benefit you and the services in your county. And maybe, Melanie, we'll start with you. Uh, let's talk about some of the programs that the dollars from Radiothon are used for. Yeah, our Morrison County Family Connections team uh, really is trying to focus focus on supporting parents, mm-hmm. um, um, parents of kids of all ages, uh, but having t- several different programs that do that. We have the Circle of Parent Support Group that we have four groups, um, two times a month, mm-hmm. and uh, we offer free child care with that as well as a meal. And so that's a nice time for parents to connect with each other for support. And as well, we have a facilitator, Tammy, who has been doing that for us for years, and she just loves connecting with the parents and having that time with them. Mm-hmm. And um, so that is one of the things that we support, and we're hoping to add more support groups in the county, like a different location would be our goal, like mm-hmm. in the Piers area, Royalton or something oh, like sure. that would be uh, uh, something we'd really hope if we get additional funds that we could use that for. And what are some of the topics that they cover during this support group time? Well, it's up to the families really that come. They can decide like if they're having problems with discipline or maybe bedtime or maybe getting homework done, they will bring that. But Tammy always has some things on the deck in case people are kind of feeling shy or not certain about what they want to talk about. She is a trained facilitator as well as the child care person is also a trained child care person as well. And background checks and all of those good things are done so it's a safe setting. First Lutheran Church has been so gracious to offer our space to Mm -hmm. host that. And they have nice settings with classrooms and and space available for that. Is there a fee for parents to attend this? Nothing. Okay. Absolutely no cost for the circle of parents, the meal, or the child care. And of course, that's one of our main goals here. And having the Radiothon is mm-hmm. that's a huge support that that um, this this Radiothon really helps to fund. And did you say how often they meet? And the other question, too, is how do parents get involved with this? Are they mm-hmm. referred to you or do they come to you seeking the assistance? Uh, parents can just sign up on their own. And okay. Tammy's gracious. She has her phone number right out there on our web, on our social media page so mm-hmm. that you can contact her. And so parents just call direct and make those arrangements. You can, uh, they can come as often or as little or as much as they want. It's nice. not one of those things where you sign up and you have to go like how many weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very open to their schedules. And nice. I believe it's four groups, two times a month. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. really nice. Mm -hmm. And then to have those options, too. Good. So that is the circle of parents. And then I know, too, there's a lot of program. You guys work in the schools quite Mm -hmm. a bit. Let's talk about some of those aspects. So we do have a curriculum that we have purchased and support in all the schools for grades K through 5. And it helps uh, introduce information about child abuse. So it helps children to be able to report if there's something happening. And we do get reports from that situation. 
renovation wow. uh, we have in the past for sure when those are done. Um, that has been in place for a long time, Hope, right? A long I mean, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we updated the curriculum not that many years a ago. A few years ago, yep. Okay. So that's within the schools mm-hmm. and that's kind of teaching kids mm-hmm. to to look out for warning signs yeah. or to kind of just feel it out and, and what's yeah. appropriate and what's not. If you feel uncomfortable, say something mm-hmm. to your teacher or somebody else you trust and kind of just enforcing those messages. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's great. And then, too, there's other family programming, yeah. too, we should we, mention. We have the Families Program is what it's you know, generically called, but yeah. it really is offered in each school. We partner with our um, our Family Services Collaborative and offering that. It's uh, Love and Logic Parenting Training and Family Time and a Family Meal and uh, Morrison County Family Connections uh, Radiothon funds go to support that meal, and that's six weeks in each of our school districts, dis- depending on when the schools want that to have happen. Okay, awesome. and then the schools make their referrals. And, okay, they and do. do that. Yep, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. Yep. And I know too, you mentioned it already. You mm-hmm. have some social media presence, mm-hmm. and you use that quite a bit to to get your messages out, right? Yeah, we have volunteers that work on that. They post at a minimum of three times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, parenting mm-hmm. message, parenting ideas, community stuff. You want to share videos? Um, yeah, it's wonderful. It's just like you click on it, and you have to watch it every you know every week. It just it's well, it's, cool. It's mm-hmm. kind of neat to have those, you know, options for parents to look mm-hmm. at because, as we all know, kids do not come with instructions and no. any help or anything you can get just to watch to get maybe ideas or new ways of looking at things. Mm-hmm. Always helpful as a parent. Very much. Absolutely. And our idea with the social media, rather than doing a training, mm-hmm. is that parents can access that when they have time. Yes. Because that schedule. is really hard, I think, to, to, you know, parents have all kinds of competition for their time. So mm-hmm. after the kids go to bed, they can check out those things. And I think that's something we struggled mm-hmm. with for years and years of putting on different things and having programs. And it's finding the time, having parents find the time. And now with social media, they, like Melanie said, they can yeah. click on it after the kids are in bed and mm-hmm. watch it. And It's a great way to reach something. people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And as we're talking about these programs, a lot of these are in the education and the prevention on the the front of mm-hmm. what could become child abuse or neglect. But you're also there if there's issues after or if there are, you know, say situations that have become a little bit more extreme. Uh, talk about that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have had a huge number of placements continuing, just as I visited about last year, um, the drug um Drug abuse, drug dependence issue is is a huge factor in causing most of our out-of-home placements. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, that is very impactful. And so part of what we, you know, what we hope to do with these types of programs is help stop that cycle of abuse, for yeah. one, for, you know, because we are, you know, Hope and I have been <laughs> around for a while and we're seeing, you know, we know that there are the children we used to work with are parenting in our community. And yeah. so we want to be offering them positive supports with right. that. So that's part of that. Um, and then, you know, we do have issues that with um, truancy and those types of things. And, you know, some of these programs help to offer those supportive, positive um, things that can help parents so that mm-hmm. some of that can be turned around. And I think it goes to prove, too, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, and sorry to say, social services sometimes mm-hmm. gets a bad rap mm-hmm. that they're trying to separate families and they're pulling the kids mm-hmm. up. But 
ultimately, I understand that what you're trying to do is actually keep families together in situations where it's safe and doable. Correct? Where it is safe. Yeah. That is, wherever it is safe. And we rely a lot on families. Mm-hmm. And if families can create their own safety, then we're happy to work with them to do that. Great. You know, foster care is absolutely the last resort. Yeah. And it is too bad that we see so many kids in care right now. Um, but sometimes what happens when, when families are involved with drugs, they um, and, and are in the that addictive mode, they do pull away from those supports. So yeah. it takes us sometimes a while to find those positive supports in their family. And so sometimes we have foster care up until that time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think it's interesting, like I'm on the more reactive side of things yep. you know, as a probation officer, um, but the families I work with, I, I refer to these programs and I think they get they get to know other parents who maybe are on the other end and haven't been in child protection and social services world and they get to meet other parents and learn healthy parenting habits and yeah. it's just really cool to see. Well, and that's the neat thing too. I mean, when you find out you're not alone in your struggles and in the, you know, in the endeavors of trying to be a parent and a good parent, mm-hmm. uh, not always easy and I'm I was going to ask you if you know a lot of times when people are stressed and that kind of thing that's when situations can mm-hmm. arise did you find that during the pandemic that the issues went up or was that not what you saw I would say on my end, it, you know, I work with kids who don't attend school on a regular basis and mm-hmm. parents who are working really hard just to make ends meet. And then you put kids at home with parents who are stressed about money and work and stuff. So I think I saw a lot more um, truancy type stuff okay. where parents were getting really frustrated with the kids sitting at home, not doing their homework, not checking in, yeah. that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that okay. was hard. But you wouldn't say that cases of child <clears throat> abuse or neglect went up or is that hard to track at this it point? It would be hard to track. But yeah. I do recall at the beginning of the pandemic, things went were severely went down. Okay. And there were no reports, and that's because kids weren't in school. People were isolated. If there were things going on, nobody knew. Mm-hmm. And so it was actually that kind of strange kind of lull, which was yeah. kind of eerie. Mm-hmm. Um, and now a lot of what we're seeing is just a, a huge rebound on that with a mental health with kids. Yeah. Severe mental health issues. Parents really struggling to figure out how to help their kids through this hard time, uh, adjust getting back to school, adjusting to social skills. And so really, I think some of these parent supports are probably needed more now as a result of the pandemic as they're helping their kids Mm kind of get back in their, uh, you know, back into the groove, so to speak. Um, and, And that has been challenging for a lot of kids for a variety of reasons so and again if you're listening to and you're struggling with this and this sounds a little too familiar to you and you want help it is there i mean you need to reach out the services are there and and they want to help you be a a good parent and a better parent and they want you to remain calm and there's ways to do that so absolutely i think one of the things um that a worker we used to know that always said we're this close to the other side of the desk and i'm just holding my finger up like (laughs) less than an inch and i think that's so true. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody who's parented knows it's hard. And I, I, I think people are feeling more comfortable mm-hmm. at this point in saying this is hard and feeling okay about that and yep. asking for help and support and sharing ideas. And I think that's a good thing because you're right. 
nobody's alone in this journey. Mm-hmm. It, no. And it's not easy. And um, there's always going to be an issue, you know, that mm-hmm. pops up if you're parenting. Absolutely. And don't be embarrassed by it. We've all mm-hmm. had our moments, you yes. know. And before it gets worse, before it escalates, if you feel that coming, just reach out. Mm-hmm. Uh, these services are definitely there, obviously, here in Morrison County, who we're talking with today. So we should also uh, take a little movement over here to talk about this auction, because each of the counties that are involved in the Radiothon, uh, each county kind of gathers their own auction items for the silent auction that will go up online during uh, the event, the 1st and 2nd of December. And uh, Hope, let's talk about it, because you're kind of in charge of this year's auction on the Morrison County side. Do you have anything you can highlight or, oh, or tell us what you need? We have so many fun items. Um, it's been so much fun collecting stuff, and we have a great team. Um, there's actually four of us that kind of head it. I just get the luxury of having all the items in my office. Yes. So me and my coworkers get to peruse them before everything goes off oh, live. Nice. Okay. <laughs> but um, I think the the cool one this year is we have a Yellowstone basket that is still being put together, um, but it is all Yellowstone TV show themed. I've heard it. See, I'm not a. I've never seen the show, but you can't not know about hearing about it. So what what's in this basket? Oh, we have t-shirt. We have a sweatshirt. We have a whiskey whiskey bottles, shot glasses, <laughs> um, the DVD, the four set DVD. So if you haven't watched it, that is in there. Um, it's it, we're gradually putting more stuff in it, but it is really cool. I Neat. like it. We have a lot of wine baskets. We have gift cards from all over Morrison County. Um, we've had so much support, um, financial support from big businesses in uh, Morrison County. Barrett Pet Foods, um, Newest Home Care, um, Brandel Motors, huge donations that we were able to m- purchase local gift cards and, from local businesses and then nice. put on the auction. So it supports really our community twice. And shout out to the City of Piers because they are rocking it. They are, really? They have been so generous this year. Awesome. Um, I mean, they've always been generous, but this year mm-hmm. has just been really great for the City yeah. of Piers. So. Yep. And then in the little town of Swanville, Badger Creek Farms has a donated uh, funds so that we could purchase Swanville gift cards and then Swanville businesses donated as well. Again, yeah. small town. Yep. But great stuff. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. that's awesome. And do I understand you are still accepting auction items for this year's event? We would still accept auction items. Um, our deadline was last weekend, but um, eh. they're trickling in and we'll take them. So. <laughs> How do we get a hold of you if we have something we'd like to donate? You know, you can go on our uh, social media page, uh, the website. Morrison County Families. On, on It's in face, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can contact me at my office as well. Uh, Melanie Erickson, 320-632-0267. Wonderful. Okay, well, ladies, we are gearing up for another hopefully wonderful year, and we know that the Brainerd Lakes area, Morrison County included, uh, very generous in uh, giving to the Radiothon. And thank you for being here to talk about some of the programs that uh, benefit from those Radiothon dollars. It helps to know where the money's going, so yeah. we appreciate you being here. Thanks for thank having you. us. Yes, and thank you for what you do. Thank you. Yes, I'm Tess Taylor, and uh, those are our guests today for our Community Focus. Our guests again, Melanie Erickson, the supervisor for Morrison County Health and Human services in Hope Yoder. She is the probation officer with Morrison County in charge of all of the auction items. There you have it. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, you can listen to Community Focus anytime through our website, which is 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.